Chris Eby with us, the Rebel Walk. And Eby, I want to get this out of the way so we can move on. Kermit Davis Jr., who spent almost two decades here in the borough at MTSU and did a fantastic job with the basketball program, struggling mightily down there. Not just this year, but it's been trending and it's getting worse. What's the future? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, good morning, Bill. Um, yeah, what a way to start. Yeah, I know. Um, I, well, the, the, the Rebels are 2-13 and 13 in conference play. Um, last year, you know, wasn't good either. So they've had, a, they've had a rough go of things. And I think, you know, I mean, you, <clears throat> I hate to speculate on a man's future, but I would think that uh, Keith Carter, the Ole Miss athletic director, especially being a former standout basketball player for Ole Miss, um, I, I think probably the the plug will be pulled at the end of this season. They did not renew or extend Kermit's contract. You know, in the state of Mississippi, you do a four-year max contract, and usually they roll it over at the end of every year, but they did not roll Kermit's contract over last year. So that was kind of, you know, notice. You're on notice, and then with this year, it's. Uh, I think it's it's inevitable, and, and it's sad, and, you know, the, the team is still fighting hard. I mean, that's cliche, I guess, but a lot of times when you have things going so wrong and you've only won two games in league play, you see, you know, people just kind of mailing it in, but they're still, I mean, he's got them fighting really hard. They just can't get over that hump. The defending national champion baseball program is playing and uh, Hunter Elliott, the young pitcher with a lot of promise MRI, elbow problems, is there anything updated there? No, that's really interesting. And I I talked with a, a, not the Ole Miss team orthopedist, but a team orthopedist yesterday about it, trying to figure out why is it taking so long? Why haven't we heard something? They did an MRI on Monday and, you know, shouldn't we have heard something? And I really think it, uh, from what this, orthopedic surgeon said you know it's a it's a case of it's not just cut and dry i mean if if it's uh if it is tommy john for example um you know there's just so many factors that go into it he he likens that ligament to uh, a rope and he said it's kind of like the rope is fraying not in hunter's case this is just in a case um, and he said, you know, it just, they're getting a lot of different opinions. That's, that's what they're doing. It's not that it's taking anybody a long time to read an MRI. It's just, they're, they're just trying to find the best way forward for a kid who has a, you know, a big league future. Yeah. And they've shut him down rightfully. So, and I would say the way this is going, Evie, and again, just playing hack doctor here on the show. A lot of times they'll just shut him down for a while and, and might not see him again this year. Right. And I know, you know, there was some talk and the doctor I spoke with said, yes, in some cases they do this. If they're, um, they can, you know, for example, have him stop pitching, put him on rest until league play, you know, let him rest six, eight weeks and then see how he feels. And he said, but the problem with that is, a lot of times they, you know, those eight weeks of rest go by and they come back and 
it hurts and you're two months, you know, you could have had, you could have had the surgery and been two months down the road in your recovery. So um, it's just really going to come down to probably they're having a lot of the top people in California, Florida, Birmingham, look at it and see if they can come to a consensus on it. You've probably seen this and people in the audience probably too, but if you've ever watched a pitcher slow motion, what that arm does, I'm shocked they don't snap in half. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny you say that. You know, posting, publishing articles all the time like I do, I'm constantly looking for feature images. And when we're, you know, having articles where the pictures have been outstanding, as is the case with Hunter Elliott a lot of the time, I go and look for pictures. And, I mean, some of them, the pictures make my, you know, make my arm hurt just seeing, right. uh, you know, because they capture them throughout the whole motion. But you're right. It's just, uh, it's. Amazing. Oh, Miss Evie, the Rebel Walk. Okay. I don't know if you thought I was going to go here, but I got to <laughs> ask you, And did you notice that Matt Luke interviewed at Notre Dame for the O-line job? And I guess what I'm asking is, are you surprised there? He retired a year ago down at Georgia. Was that a surprise to you? Um, yes. I mean, but I was surprised when he retired at Georgia. I mean, that one kind of shocked me, but I do know that, uh, when he said he, you know, wanted to spend some time with his family, I, I mean, that is Matt Luke. That didn't surprise me at all, but I was a little surprised to hear that he interviewed at Notre Dame. I mean, he, he is, uh, in my opinion, he's a great offensive line coach and they would be lucky to have him. Um, but I just, that did, that kind of just came out of left field, like, whoa. <laughs> so. And his family, his brother, his family, I mean, they're all about Ole Miss, and obviously at the end there's the head coach, it didn't work out. But he's still beloved there, isn't he? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, I think it was, boy, what a rough time. I think when Ole Miss fans look back on it, Matt Luke, has so much character and integrity and I can't imagine I mean his love for Ole Miss was unquestioned and I can't imagine who could have come in who would have come in during that time after Coach Freeze left and you had all the NCAA issues and a two-year bowl ban and I mean what amounted almost to a death penalty we laugh and call it a slow death penalty almost um and so I just think Matt Luke is very much appreciated for what he did for the program and kind of riding the ship and bringing in some you know he brought in some key players that um last couple of years, Jerrion Ely and those guys, and honestly, Lane Kiffin even said, you know, that is what made the difference for him choosing Ole Miss over some other options he had at the time was he looked at the roster and he knew they had some talented kids. So I think Ole Miss fans appreciate Matt Luke. Anything new with football, either recruiting or maybe there was a big disagreement in the quarterback room or whatever? <laughs> no, um, the only thing that we're keeping an eye on heading into spring is there's some talk about Spencer Sanders' shoulder. Now, not – I mean, he's able to throw, he's able to, you know, he's able to do everything, and we haven't been able to nail down is it 
you know, he he was injured last year and um, recovered, but, you know, maybe it's just an issue of, of what all he's going to be able to do. Um, but there's some talk about that. So I think that definitely changes things if, for example, and I'm not saying it's the case, but if, for example, he weren't able to participate fully uh, in spring training, I think that that would definitely change the complexion of things, so to speak. But we're going to keep our eye on that. Uh, spring practices start March 21st, and uh, so we'll be out there definitely watching that. It's a good point. I was thinking that as you were saying it. If if he's not available for the spring, it'd be virtually impossible to win out in August, right? I mean, would you have enough time? You'd have to be I, overwhelmingly yeah. better. Right. I I definitely think it would be tough. I'm not going to say he couldn't do it, but um, I just think that that would be really hard if you don't get the, the spring work in. And, and and it also depends on what all he can do. I mean, I, he's working out fully in the weight room right now. I mean, we've, we've, seen, uh, we've seen that, and he's going at it hard. So there is absolutely nothing uh, except a few, you know, a few rumors out there, well-placed sources saying, you know, might be just something to keep an eye on. So it, it may even be just a case of he's doing okay now, but he's had this in the past. So let's, let's, you know, keep an eye on, on how it goes. But definitely I think that changes things. Ole Miss Evie with us each and every Friday. Okay. Baseball team back to that Maryland game starts Today at four is Ole Miss, and I know we're three games in or whatever it is, three, four games in the season. Oh, yeah. Is is there any read on this team yet as the defending national champions? You know, and I love that phrase, defending national champions. And uh, we had a oh, yeah. we had an article posted on our site uh, last week talking about how everything just hits a little differently when you're defending national champions. That things yep. just kind of roll off your back a little bit easier, and there's not the stress and the pressure that sometimes is already there four games in. But I think what struck a lot of people, uh, we we interviewed Jacob Gonzalez, the Ole Miss shortstop, last week or last weekend, and he said, you know, last year we kind of had to do a lot with pitching. You know, our offense was, you know, kind of up and down for a while, and he goes, this year this offense is scary. And I think that that's something that I've noticed. I mean, Peyton Chatagnier is down at nine in the lineup, you know, and uh, in the batting order, and – leads the team and they just are having production Kemp Alderman I don't know if you've seen him hit the ball but holy cow um he just pounds it um he can hit a line drive it's just is a home run and it looks like he's barely barely tapped it but um they've got a lot of production from kids uh, Ethan Groff is a transfer and Bianco told us Sunday you know that's exactly what you want a transfer uh, you what you hope your transfer will be when you get one. He's been productive, so they've got a team batting average of three eighty two. Um, I you know they're just they're really hitting the ball well. And you know interestingly, in the first four games, they have made zero fielding errors, which that was not the case last season. They kind of had you know kind of had a few issues here and there with that. So they're playing clean ball and hitting the ball really well sounds like they're playing free meaning they're just everybody's loose yes yes exactly tell everybody how they can get your content they can go to the rebelwalk.com 
and they can follow us on Twitter at the Rebel Wall. Can follow me at Ole Miss TV. See you next week. Thanks. Ole Miss TV, the angelic tones every Friday. Brad Powers, Hour Three, Omni National Hotel.